0: Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas. And if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Capillary's Loyalty Solutions offer AI-powered next-generational technology, making them a catalyst for enabling meaningful human connections across the globe. The platform is deep and wide, yet flexible enough to meet the needs of any company looking to take its customer loyalty to new heights. Visit capillarytech.com now to see how they can transform your loyalty future. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Loyalty, featuring an award-winning Australian retail brand that has won recognition both as the Innovation Champion of the Year as well as being rated one of Australia's coolest brands. Barbecues Galore is a nationwide speciality retailer that is dedicated to nurturing Aussie's love of outdoor cooking and helping everyone barbecue better. I'm joined today by Mike Ainsworth, General Manager of Marketing and Customer with Barbecues Galore, who shares the insights behind their Barbecue Legends Club. As you'll hear, this wonderful proposition uses the power of community, education and inspiration from Australian barbecue industry legends to help their customers find even more joy and connection with their friends and family when they gather together around the barbecue flame. I really hope you enjoy my conversation with Mike Gainsworth all about the Barbecue Legends Club. So, Mike Gainsworth, welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty. Wonderful to be here, thank you. Yes, it's been a long time coming, Mike. I know we've wanted you on the show just, I don't know how many months now, but I have to say, I think you're in one of the most fun industries. Um, And actually, your whole career seems to have followed this path all along in terms of everything you've done. But certainly, barbecues, I know, is almost sacred in Australian culture. So we're here to talk about the Barbecue Legends Club and all of the incredible work that you're doing there. But as you know, we always love to start this program just talking about our favorite loyalty programs as retailers or as industry professionals. So for our global audience listening around the uh, world, Mike, please do tell us what is your favorite loyalty program? Well, I think uh, I'm going to to cheat here and I've got two.
1: So I I do want to talk about two for different reasons. Amazing. Um, uh, The the, the absolute first one I'll call out is is Brew Dogs, uh, which is a Scottish-based business, and and I have to admit, I I don't have any dealings with them. I haven't used them, um, and the reason why I know about them is is they um, they've, they've kind of they come to my attention because they, they kind of followed a very similar kind of uh, platform that I've utilized in a previous business with P cruisers. Okay, um, and. What I love about that platform is the use of just a really simple gamification, Mm. um, which absolutely just basically focuses on a really simple equation of, you know, action equals reward, which equals return. Yeah. Um, and, And they've done an excellent job there where, you know, based on certain actions, you earn badges. When you earn badges, you kind of take that status with you and there's some cheeky stuff in there. There's some immediate stuff that rewards the customer. Yeah. Um, they've just taken a really good balanced view there and, and it's something we did at PO, um, where, you know, a vast majority of guests who cruise are past passengers mm-hmm. uh, and status is actually a quite an important thing to them and so, you know, badges and the likes were a high value to them. And so we did a similar thing where we gamified that and, and, you know, certain actions leading up to the cruise encouraged them to to earn badges that they would share publicly. They would get them printed off on lanyards and things like this so they could share them around. But ultimately, we we gave them something that was of high value, which actually cost the business nothing. um, And it had that wonderful effect of driving um, incremental sales as well. So, so, from a cost perspective, it's it's it didn't cost us anything and it just drove sales. So yeah, I love those kind of ways where you can just use simple gamification when you understand your audience to return a good good kind of result.
0: Yeah. And then the other
1: one, um, which yeah, you know, I don't think I'm on I'm not on my lonesome here, but is uh McDonald's approach to loyalty. And you know, here in Australia, it's called the My Maccas app. Mm-hmm. I, I pretty <laughs> said it's called My McDonald's app everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, so, here we call it MyMaccas app. But um, I think the, the call out for them really is, you know, over the past two years, the, the level of investment in that app has, you've just seen it kind of grow and grow and their approach to loyalty is clearly now intrinsic in what they're doing when they go to market yeah. so I think if you find a business that's just gone all in on loyalty, mm. I actually think you'd find one. Uh, you would be pre- pretty hard-pressed to find another business that has has gone more all in than McDonald's there. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, especially here in Australia where there's, there is this bit of an odd underlying loyalty to fast food chains, you know, you either love McDonald's or you love another or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and I think they found a way to really leverage that uh, where others haven't. Um, so I think they're doing a fantastic job there.
0: Amazing! You know what, Mike? I mean, I know you're you position yourself really as a as a retail expert and professional, um, but actually, you're coming through like literally as a loyalty expert. Like all of those insights, like that's exactly what we talk about on the show. Um, Brewdog, you're certainly not the first person to talk and mention that as an incredible brand. I think from a culture perspective in the UK, anything that's beer related and so many places, of (laughs) course, (laughs) who doesn't love a good beer? Um, So that's really nice. And gamification is of course, by definition, uh, super fun, but it's also, as you said, very effective and very Mm -hmm. affordable. And I often feel like it gets a bad rap because like it's been around for a long time. And of course it's been done to varying degrees of success, but it certainly sounds like BrewDog is, is really building something that people aspire to. So you're totally right. Yeah. Like status <clears throat> is something that, you know, is is pure ego. And I will totally admit like, I'm lucky enough to have one gold card in my life um, from, from you know, Skywards as, as the Emirates program here. And I'm super proud when I'm, you know, walking around the airport and I know I've got my gold card. So totally, totally get all of that. And again, there's no kind of cost to the business, as you said. So certainly that the status piece is something that we do talk about a lot as loyalty professionals. Um, but the other example I love, um, just because I suppose of the contrast, Mike, you know, McDonald's, like in some ways is almost like the wrong kind of business for, for loyalty. When I think about it, like you know, I'm guessing it's pretty low margin because it's low price. Now I could be totally wrong. You know, it it does, of course, have a franchise business model, which adds a huge amount of complexity in terms of decision making. And as a retailer, again, you'll know all of that. And then we always talk about, I suppose, the customer's experience at the point of sale. Like that's so hard to get right. But I think you're totally right. Did you actually say to us there as well, Mike, that uh, Maccas is the official program name or is that the, the yes. anecdotal? It's the official
1: name. Yeah, well, my Maccas app is 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 what it's called. And I, I actually, I'm pretty certain it's called my Maccas Rewards. So. Wow, amazing. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, the kind of has gone all in on the, the, yeah. the, the macas slang down here.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I think they're right because I know, like, I've talked to a couple of McDonald's people, I suppose, informally, and they would talk about the um, the opportunity of localization. And that is mm. a genius example of all of that. So, yes, we actually, absolutely, in this country here, we, it is very formal. It's the Mac, McDonald's app. But certainly, <laughs> I was driving down the highway the other day and it just says free hamburgers. And I'm like, Genius, <laughs> yeah. that's that's what I need. So, listen, let's get into your background, Mike. You know, before getting into barbecues galore, tell us a bit about you've mentioned P and um, but tell us a bit about your career and how you've got to where you are today.
1: <laughs> um, well, you kind of to touched on. It. To be honest, I've got a, it's a bit of a mix of background, and 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 one thing I would say is, I mean, I think like most people who have been in and around loyalty for some time. Um, you know that that is an absolute reality it's not it's not an industry that's kind of been around forever um you know the the the, the space has really kind of matured over the past you know mm. decade in particular but really kind of started hitting its straps you know maybe 15 years ago or 20 years ago or so and yeah. and so i think most who have been in it for a long time actually have a big breadth of experience because at some point in your career you were kind of doing it and not knowing what you were doing you know yeah. you, you had to figure it out and and i would almost say i think if I'm being honest, I think those days were probably far more exciting and better to where we are now because there was no rules around what you needed to do. Uh-huh. It kind of put pressure back on you to figure out what to do for your customers, whereas I kind of think fast forward now, there's almost a bit of a copy-paste mentality around loyalty, which is, for me, yeah. really disappointing Yeah, um, because it, it flies in the face of what the term even means like ha, ha, there's nothing real about that that's a completely fraudulent connection there's nothing yeah. loyal about that so i think yeah I go about back to your question around my, my background it, it's a real mixer i mean yeah i started off as a cook for a few years um uh, which i wow. then went in and i was a developer okay for, for around the same amount of time um you know i studied industrial design so something completely unrelated yeah. Um, I then found myself into digital marketing on the back of the whole developer background, which kind of navigated my way into CRM and, and loyalty. Okay. Um, now, uh, fast forward today, where you know I'm I'm, I'm uh, the yeah, general manager of marketing and customer at Barbecues Galore. So, kind of been on a bit of a journey there and and a bit of a mixer, but. But I think it's that kind of experience that helps you understand the different types of people, and and you know you, you see what it means to serve someone food, or what it serves someone in a retail store, or you know set someone on a holiday, or whatever it might be. You know, deliver a piece of code. Yeah. All of these things helps understand what who people are and and how they respond to things. So yeah, so yeah.
0: Super nice. And and honestly, like, I just got such a kick out of your website, Mike, you know, just looking at barbecues galore. Like, like, I think we're all aware around the world that barbecuing is, is fun and it's cool and all of those kind of things. But I feel like Aussies take it to a whole other level. Like, like, am I right in saying like this is like culturally significant? <laughs> no,
1: there, there is there's there's very few parts of of Australian are more important than a barbecue. Wow. Um, I, I think um, the the reality is, you know that 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 is like ultimately like our our kind of our our, our purpose is around bringing people together around the flame, and and nice. you know we've been doing that for a millennia, right? Like that's been going on forever as humans. Yeah. Uh, and I think the the kind of barbecue is almost the symbolic flame now, especially in Australia where you know you, you, the best of your moments are shared around a barbecue, you know, whether it's christenings, birthdays, any other kind of celebrations, you know, just, just family barbecue events, like the best of times you will celebrate around a barbecue and particularly yeah. here in Australia. And I think, you know, it, it is it is a it is a it is a wonderfully exciting kind of um business to be a part of and industry to be in. And, and I yeah. think when you're talking about things like loyalty, that's a hell of a territory to, to explore. There's so much rich connection to, to mm. uncover and yeah. how we can play that.
0: And that's exactly why I was curious, Mike, because to me, a barbecue is something that maybe I buy a new one every five or 10 years. I don't know the the kind of average kind of, you know, time frame for buying, I suppose, the the kind of equipment side on the very transactional approach. But so why is loyalty important? Surely it's not just around buying that equipment, you know, over the life of, of of a particular customer. Why do you need to focus on that loyalty piece for your customers?
1: I think, I mean, there's kind of a multifaceted answer to that. And I think what I would say is, I mean, you're right, around seven years is the average ownership of a barbecue in this particular market. So so it's absolutely the right assumption there. You're almost like bang in the middle. Um, But the, the point I would make is, you know, in terms of loyalty, why loyalty is so important is that we want to. We're market leaders in the country when it comes to barbecue. So when you think of barbecue, you 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 think of barbecues galore. We're very high brand recall, recognition, and everything else. Okay. So we're the we are absolutely an authority there. And as leaders in the category, we want we need to continue leading the category. And so our approach to loyalty is less about that kind of you know if you buy something from us then we'll create a loyalty a loyal connection and then we'll be your friend mm. this is about us in like basically saying you know we're the authority on barbecuing we want to champion barbecuing and encourage more people to barbecue more frequently okay. so it's not just about purchasing from us this is about encouraging people to engage in the in the category um, and enjoy barbecuing. So, because it stands to reason, simply put, I guess it, it, if we create more reasons to barbecue, yeah, and we attach our brand to those who do barbecue, then you know they will shop with us. We'll create you know top of mind preference things mm. like that, so that they come to us. So, so ultimately, our loyalty program is is it's not insular at all. Like most, it's not about when you come to us, we'll figure out ways to make sure you come back. Yeah, I will say our club is very much built to do that as well yeah. but it's not purely built for that our club is built in and around engagement and making sure more people are engaging with the category
0: okay okay so when did you launch it i as i said i love the name the whole legends piece and you'll you'll have to explain that for <laughs> us but give us the history like how far and how mature or immature is this program how new is it
1: so we launched uh so we la- launched the barbecue legends club about 18 months ago now so okay. it's been in market my- for a little while. Uh, We've got over 170,000 members already. Uh, We're really proud of the impact that we've given. Um, I think it's actually still quite immature. And and I'd challenge anyone who thinks they have a mature loyalty club, because the reality is, you know, (laughs) if you're not constantly reviewing it and and adapting it, you will be left behind. And so, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it it's it's already uh started off with a bang, but there's still a lot of stuff that we want to do and more we want to deliver. Yeah. Um, but, um yeah, it's been around for 18 months now. Um, you know, a part of the Legends Club, like when someone joins, the way in which we kind of encourage them to interact and engage in the community uh, yeah. into in 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 the categories, we've got a we've got an online community, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of the most popular kind of online communities around with barbecues in the country. Wow. We've got thirty six barbecue courses that are free that they can take part with the hatted chefs and everyone talking about how to cook better, yep. how to support cook for groups, cook for your family, you know, learn tips and tricks from the best. Um, we also run um, unique experiences, so live events and unique experiences where we get people. Yeah, you know, we we put on what we call meetups, and so we get people to come down and and yeah. um, you know, connect yeah. with each other in real life, but also could put a barbecue on and and really celebrate barbecue. And so you can see this is all about celebration of the category, totally. um, and by joining it, you know that you will you will be the best barbecue you can and that's the <laughs> in essence the barbecue legends club right like this is how you become a barbecue legend yeah and, and the kind of the 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 connection or the insight we gained from that is everyone wants to be a barbecue legend and, and it's not about you know cooking it doesn't have to be cooking you know a, a, a 24 hour brisket or something like that it yeah. could just be cooking a couple of snags or sausages perfectly and, okay. and and making sure you don't burn them and we're here to help <laughs> you do that type thing and and so yeah wow. there's no elitism it's it's very kind of welcoming and and we've seen a great success on the back and i mean We also maintain, you know, member reward and offers and things like that. So every week we have member only offers and things like that, ongoing discounts for refueling and stuff like that. So there is the immediate reward, but that's not what we've hung our hats on. It's all about trying to develop more engagement.
0: Amazing. I almost don't know where to to pick up, Mike, because there's so many interesting ideas in there. What I I first of all want to, I suppose, reflect back, and this was clearly exactly what you set out to do, is avoid the temptation to copy and paste the concept of points, you know, earn and burn, all of that kind of (laughs) stuff. So... (laughs) Because I do think, you know, it's very hard. And I think Australia particularly, because there's so many dominant programs that are mature, in fact, you know, whether it's the airline programs or whatever. I'm not as familiar with the retail space, but I do think that, that there's a certain amount of jadedness around points. So I love that you've managed to say we're going to hang our hat on something completely different. And, you know, for me, the community piece and the education, actually, two of them, I was going to focus on just one. But those two levers, uh, if I use kind of, you know, more technical terms, to me, they're exactly where loyalty needs to go. Like when I think about us innovating, there's absolutely a hunger, you know, for connection which, yep. you know, whether it's a powerful brand like Barbecue's galore, and I think you guys have like 90 stores across Australia, am I right? So yeah, amazing footprint. Um, and obviously brand recognition, as you said. So so the brand is doing an amazing job, but yet they have this, I suppose, fun factor, which is the opportunity you have to connect with them. And this level of I suppose, aspiration and and wanting to be the best barbecuer, which again, you've tapped into with your, your naming convention. So I love all of that piece. I'd love to talk first of all about the community side, Mike. How did you go about creating that? Because you know, there's lots of different ways. And I think a lot of brands listening to this show have tried and struggled. And even actually, when I think about my business, like we're keen to to nurture the Let's Talk loyalty community, because, again, we've got common needs, we've got common interests and passion. So tell us a bit about how you built your community.
1: Yeah, look, I think um, th- 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 this is no easy feat. Yeah, you know, it's. It, it, In park barbecues galore for a moment I think a very long time ago you know I I was heavily involved with in in the music industry well building band websites and things like that and and band websites and trying to that side and so there's a bit of background I have there which I kind of utilize but but what I would say is um the first thing we kind of address because the first question you kind of ask is well where am I going to put it so 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 where am I going to house this community and and you know, mo- a lot of people kind of go off and, and house this on their own. So they'll find a platform or build their own or whatnot and come to me and, and engage on my platform. Yeah. I think the challenge you've got in today's world is that y- you are fighting not just you know, this is park retailers and competitors for a moment. In terms of awareness, You were fighting a lot of people for a moment of someone's awareness. Yeah. And yeah, again, park loyalty as a marketer in general, that is the number one challenge. You know, when you're trying to get your brand out there, Mm. it's not just competitors you've got to fight, it's all the distractions that go with it. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're standing up your own platform in your own area to do this, you're asking a lot of someone, you're asking them to add that into their mix. Yeah. So, you know, you've, you've got to do something else in their day to engage yeah. with you. Yeah. So um, if they're not highly engaged, they're not going to do that. And yeah. the reality is brands don't have an army of highly engaged people. Mm. They have a small amount of them and that's yeah. how it should be. That, That's fine. That's what it is. But, yeah. and so that, that's the kind of first decision you kind of have to make. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. In our instance, we felt we didn't want to go down that path. And so quite frankly, we started up a Facebook group. Okay. Um, you know, wow. People use Facebook in Australia in particular. Okay. It, the, the, the usage of Facebook in Australia is still quite high. I know it's it's kind of contracting in other countries and particularly yeah. across certain demographics. For our demographic, it's still quite strong. Um and so the usage of Facebook is is natural. You know, you use yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Um further than that, um, what works really well is Facebook likes to reward businesses with groups and so forth in fact they like content from groups because ah, if you're if you're yeah. attached to a group it will prioritize that content in its algorithms and stuff when it's feeding it out to customers and so you know there was a huge huge benefit there by on tooth side it's where they are every day anyway so they're going to be there every day yeah and in terms of prioritization it's going to send them out the content not just ours but other people within that group. And so we've seen great success there where, you know, we've got nearly 14,000 members in that community now. Yeah. um, But over 95% of them are active every day. And so... We've wow. got an excellent, excellent mix there. And, and, and it it doesn't need to be a group that has hundreds of thousands of people in there. Mm. This is the most loyalty group, the most loyal of your customers. And, and, yeah. and to have 14,000 in there today, you know, we'll continue growing that. That's a that's a really exciting feat. And the way we, we use that, we kind of take a step back. Like again, this is this is less about barbecues galore and more about barbecues. Yeah. And so, you know, we we there will help facilitate conversation here and there, but by large, it, it moves at its own pace. You know, we'll moderate it when we need to, and everything else. But mm. the, the reality is, we get people in there posting competitor stuff, competitor products, things like that. Mm. We don't, we don't, we don't moderate that. You know, we accept that. We 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 enjoy seeing it because yeah. that person celebrating barbecue, and, and if we can be a part of their journey now. Yeah. Our hope is that will be a part of their future journey when they go to buy something else. Totally. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's that, that's that's our kind of approach to how we stand up the community.
0: I love that. And and actually, you know, when I think about again how rarely this is done well, which I can hear it is actually working really well for you guys. Yeah. It is when the brand recognizes, you know, where it where it belongs and where it doesn't belong. So, as you yeah. said, you can't interfere in the conversation if it feels commercially sensitive. Like, and, and a lot of brands, I think, really struggle with with kind of accepting that at the very beginning. I can see that's something that totally resonates. So, you know, was there nervousness at the beginning, Mike, in terms of saying, you know, this is not uh, going to be course. something... Yeah? No, yeah. no, of
1: course. Especially okay. like to the point you said, like, you know, if, if, there's, if there's product in there that's not ours. Yeah. Then, absolutely. You wow. know? and, and Yeah. Like, Again, we know. I think. Look, at, at the end of the day, we, yeah. we have a, a, a very supportive direction uh, from yeah. the business here on what we're doing, and we yeah. believe in what we're doing. Yeah. So it, it's 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 not the nervousness exists, but I, I don't think the concern does. If that makes sense. So.
0: Well, I think what it sounds like, Mike, and, and correct <clears throat> me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like the vision is so clear in terms of the focus on the category f- rather than the focus on, you know, barbecues galore, obviously as a retailer specifically, that that you have to accept and facilitate that. Because at the end of the day, as you said, you're, you're looking to grow overall love of an experience, of a behavior, of something that you just want people to do more and more. But actually it's an indirect route to driving loyalty to barbecues galore. So- yeah. I think that's been accepted along the way and and probably a good insight for everybody listening to kind of go, okay, yeah, that's why we need to um, be fair to the community. The other piece I really love about your loyalty program um, is this, I suppose, entire approach to use education as, I suppose, the kind of core benefit. So where did this idea come from? And do tell us actually how you do it, because I think it's super cool. It seems like you almost have the uh, the insight influencers of barbecue land uh, as part of barbecues galore and barbecues Legends. so so tell us about the education proposition
1: yeah look i think uh, the whole education side uh, at the end of the day came out of a really simple insight and that was this insight that everybody wants to barbecue better and so it doesn't that doesn't mean they want to be the best Uh It just might be. It could be a little bit better, but they want to barbecue better, and so yeah, our brand is there to help them do it. But what can we do to help them is give them the tips, tricks, and everything else that goes with it. So from an education perspective, there's kind of you know two prongs. It's like well people love learning from each other and others. And so, you know, what better place to learn than from your peers? And that's the role the community plays and plays really well. Uh But then on the other side, as the authority on barbecues, which I touched on earlier, what can we give? And so we kind of, we played with a bit of a view on like, could we do this barbecue academy and, you know, barbecue university and all of this sort of stuff. And it was all fun and exciting, but it's suddenly become a little bit elitism and sounding tough. And at okay. the end of the day, it was like, how can we just give snackable content and great content that people can watch, watch quickly, that's going to give them tips and tricks to barbecue better. And so from an education set, we kind of enlisted the help of barbecue royalty in the country. And so Amazing. The, the best part of what we've brought on is it's, they, 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 they appeal to a very different kind of type of barbecue or a dot type of customer. Right. And, and so, you know, we bought on Adam Roberts, who is, um, you know, a, a, the most decorated pit master in the country. Okay. And so he was there to really influence and support and create those educational videos for, for budding pit masters, but people who just wanted to get into that low and slow, solid fuel type of barbecuing. Yeah. Um, and then, in terms of the other side, we enlisted the help of the Grill Sisters, Irene and Desi, and they take this real casual approach to barbecuing and, and you know, easy-to-cook meals, you know, how to get away with it, just something simple that becomes amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then on the other side you've got Josh Mason who is the – the he's the hatted chef. Um, you know, he's an absolute guru when it comes to food and, uh, he's there to kind of, if you want to impress your, 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 kind of guests and, yeah. and take that, that steak to all new heights and not just a little <laughs> bit, better, but make the best steak, yeah. um, he's, you, you kind of listen to. And so it kind of, we created content that appealed to everyone and, and you don't have to do them all. You don't have to do any, but they're there. If you want to use it, Yeah, um, they'll help better, so, yeah
0: amazing and yeah I mean I suppose the the whole idea of using influencers is something I generally cringe because I think of Kardashians and you know all that kind of like weird stuff which just feels you know again weird but uh but the fact that you've got like credible people who are teaching inspiring even the sisters again looking on your website you know just to kind of see the style you know I, I they would be the ones that I would relate to for example if I was to to go and get myself, you know, set up. And and, and if I was in in the market and looking to build my barbecue skills, I don't even cook really in the kitchen, Mike. So I have to confess, this is (laughs) something that's definitely not in my comfort zone. But again, you're making it fun. You're making the community piece. You're giving me what I need in very accessible. And I love that word snackable as well, Mike, because as you know, like we're in the content creation business. And at the end of the day, people listen to our show for professional reasons, which is totally different to how they consume your content so i think it's super important both from a social media perspective but also just the inspiration piece uh, to make sure people have again the recipes did i see that you send recipes every day it seems to be like an amazing amount of content
1: uh, yeah, well, I mean, we have we have an absolute heap of recipes that we put out constantly, and and yeah. I think the the benefit, that's the benefit of the community, right? The community shares this; they they share their own tips, tricks. The Grill Sisters do, Josh does, Adam does. So so yeah, we do. So so there's. Yeah. There is no shortage of people to do it. And I think beyond those three core ambassadors or four ambassadors, I should say sorry. Yeah, um, that um you know, there's a, a, a number of other partners that we work with in this space who keep contributing to that as well. And so I think look, you talk about like um, yeah, the whole kind of influencer. Well, the, uh, the point here is this is less about finding someone with a big following and everything else. This is about someone with finding finding somebody who has the same values that we do when it comes to barbecuing yeah and they have the same motivations that we do in yeah. growing the category if that's their motivation then we'll partner with them you know that Amazing. that's a great partnership and and so you yeah. know when you've got that kind of alignment suddenly when it comes to education magically people want to listen because there's there's a, there's there's there's, a, there's an authenticity about what you're doing
0: Totally, yeah, I use the word integrity a lot, Mike, because that I think is something, and and it's not something that, that, you know, that, that people know instinctively whether that is the motivation, you know, because somebody might say that's my motivation, but if that's how they behave, there really is a, a palpable way, I think, where people, especially whether it's loyalty programs or content, people know the motivation behind it. So people know I'm not on this show talking about loyalty just because it's a whatever. It's it's something that I geek out about. So, so that's where I get the, the buzz from. And, and clearly you guys do as well. The final piece I wanted to ask you about, Mike, is, you know, I suppose I talked to you, I suppose, all fair about the values of our show and it is about education which we've just talked about and inspiration but also innovation it's something that i think our industry is is crying out for and you guys were actually recognized as innovation champion of the year so Wanted to acknowledge that, you know, the Australian retail landscape is, I'm sure, intensely competitive. So to be recognized for innovation in retail, I think, is something that you must be incredibly proud of. Was that directly for the Barbecue Legends Club or was it for the, the core business or love to understand, you know, just where the innovation piece came from?
1: Yeah, I look, it, it, the the award was was for the Legends Club and 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 the the use of data to build it, um, okay. more more specifically. But uh-huh. um, I think that, I mean for us at Barbecues Galore, the innovation is is a core principle here. You know, we've been innovating the the, the backyard barbecue for for over forty five years now, and 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 so you know, starting off in humble beginnings in a garage to ninety plus stores around the country now is yeah. an incredible story, um, yeah. and so. So innovation is something that we hold proud to Mm -hmm. and really dear. And we have a number of products that we've released with many innovative features. And so for us, it's not just about the products and how we innovate. It's about how we innovate in general and, and really pushing that. And so, you know, I think our approach to loyalty was never going to be anything different. We were always going to look to innovate loyalty. Yeah. Um, and build something unique for our customers. And I think I kind of said it at the start where I said, you know, one of the disappointing things of the world of loyalty now is this kind of copy-paste set, like, way of thinking. Or And I, I think it's driven by there's a million and one different platforms and systems and everything you can use. And so, you know, immediately the way people build this is very insular. You know, they'll start off with a with a target of saying, oh, I need to drive X amount of sales from my loyalty club or, you yeah. know, uh, the percentage of mix of my purchases overall, sales overall, needs to be this from loyalty members and things like that. And and I think if you're posing those questions up front, you you are going to build a loyalty club for you and not for your customers. And 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 totally. and then that absolutely goes off and you use a platform, you build all this stuff, you get all this capex raised, and you go ahead and you do it. And then you know you're standing there with a bit of an empty shell. Yeah. Um, so I think for us, innovating was was is kind of a bit of a basic kind of view here. And and this is about saying, well, just understanding our customer. And so we won the award yeah. based on our data. And so instead of our instead of the, the problem being I need to build a loyalty club, that wasn't the problem. Yeah. Um, because there are a million and one ways to deliver loyalty, and a loyalty club is one. Yeah. Um, and so the question was, how do we show more loyalty to our customers? Yeah. And what do we do? And 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 so the research piece was geared around um, you know, what are our what are the core motivations for our customers when making decisions? Mm. So what is it that makes them make a decision and why? Yeah. And you know, I think earlier on as well, you used the example around flight, uh, you know, flight, flight programs and things like this perfect yeah you know, they're excellent i don't particularly like reward systems but they are perfect for what you need there you know like like that is yeah. you know in terms of what you expect as a, as a corporate traveler because that's the vast majority of people in those programs yeah you, you do you do enjoy status difference you know, you go to the lounge sit down you enjoy that yeah uh, that works really well that's the motivation mm-hmm. for your customer yeah that's not the motivation for our customer i've touched yeah. on it earlier on the motivation for our customer is barbecuing better. So yeah. if we go out and roll out a point system, yeah. that's not going to help the barbecue better at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> totally. You know, so it doesn't make
0: sense. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. And actually, you've reminded me, first of all, the tagline on on your LinkedIn page, uh, Now You're Cooking, I just thought is so perfect and and I admire copy so much, you know, I think again, it's, it drives people to feel loyal when they see something super clever like that. And actually I had to Google it because I'm just like going, as a cliche, does it kind of apply universally? And it's a very dry definition, so you'll have to forgive me, but it says the subject has switched to a more suitable or more efficient approach. I'm like going, oh, that's hilarious. But now your cooking is perfect. And yeah. and I also saw, you mentioned it earlier and it made me smile, meetups. And on your website, it's spelled M-E-A-T, like meetups. And I'm like, that's yeah. so clever. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, well- yeah. We, we we have
1: fun, yeah. We're a fun
0: break. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Listen, it's been a wonderful experience talking with you, Mike. Learning from you, I really hope we can stay in contact. And um, you know, it's amazing how quickly time flies by. So, if it's okay with you, we'll we'll plan to stay in touch and talk again about barbecue legends um, in in the months and years to come. So, that's all the questions I have from my side. Is there anything else you wanted to mention before we wrap up?
1: No, no, look, it's been an absolute pleasure to 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 finally be on here and join you. I think it's been a little bit of a uh, time coming, but um, I enjoyed the time and enjoyed the chat. And I think my my general shout out to everyone would be, you know, if you, you know, yep, we're based down here in Australia, but you've got a worldwide audience. If you want to you know, be better at barbecuing, then you've got to join the Barbecue Legends Club.
0: Amazing. Great. Well said. On that note, Mike Ainsworth, <laughs> General Manager of Marketing and Customer at Barbecues Galore. Thank you so much from Let's Talk loyalty. Thank you. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights, and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 500 executives in 38 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.